Today's share is Masech Devam Mestaf Gimel. We will begin in Daf Nun Beis on the base, twenty-one lines from the bottom. Tanyidach, Brisa. Now, the, in the end of our previous year, we quoted a Brisa with a Machlokes of Rebbe and the Chamim. Comments of Rebbe and the Chamim, and the Brand Gemara continues. Tanyidach, Hachol Slevimtav Samidas Chalitz V'Chaz V'Kitcha. Rebbe Oimer, Kitcha L'Shem Ishes. If the kedushin that was done was meant to be a full-fledged marriage. Of course, it was a marriage that's not supposed to take place because one is not supposed to marry his chalutza. The loch is tzrichim and a get. A gret is required because we followed opinion of the chachamim that kedushin with a chai is kedushin with shemish yivamis. But if it was done that she should be Yavama, she can't be Yavama after Chalitz was done, and therefore ain't Srikha Meneget. The Cham Aymrim, the Cham say, Ben Shekitcha L'Shem Ishos, Ben Shekitcha L'Shem Yavmos, it makes no difference, it makes no difference what your intention was, Srikha Meneget. Says the Gemara, the Gemara attempts to explain, Omar Rabbi Yosef, my Tama the Rebbe. Why does Rebbe make a difference? Says the Gemara Sua, Chachamah treat this individual The law is that if somebody, if a ger passes away and he had no children that were born to him after he became a ger, the law is that those children, that those that, that ger has no yarshim. And the first person who does an act of kinyan in his property becomes the owner of that property. So let's say somebody, the ger just died. And you're working in his field. But you don't know it's his field. You think that it's your field and you don't intend to do a Kenyan. The like honey. The Allah is that you're not Kaina. Here too, if you had the wrong intention, if you had the intention to make a Kedushin, so then the Allah would indeed be that she would become your wife. But you didn't have any intention to do an act of Kedushin. You don't have any intention to do a Kedushin. Since you did not have any intention to do a Kedushin, the Allah is that the Allah, that, that she, that it's not a Kedushin if you had intention to do Yibam. Amle Abaya. So Abaya says, me dummy, how could I compare the situation? I'm working on the field. I think it's my field. I don't realize it's the Ger's field. I don't know that the Ger died without Yarshim. I didn't have any intention to do a Kenyan. Hocha, however, here, come I am intending to make a Kenyan. I maybe have the wrong Kenyan in mind, but I do have a mind to do a Kenyan. And Sefer says, Abaya, Holy Damian, this should be viewed where somebody thought that it belonged to one Ger, but really, Belonged to another ger who just passed away. And he thought it belongs to another ger. So you intended to do a Maisa Kenyan. And since you had, had intended to do a Kenyan, then the Allah is Yukani. And I saw the Ritva says a beautiful explanation. The Ritva says, why is it indeed an effective Kenyan? Explains the Ritva that since this individual is... Since this individual is by, is taking from Hefka, what happens when the Ger dies? Explains the Ritva, when the Ger dies and he has no Yarshim, everything he leaves over becomes Hefka. Since everything that he leaves over becomes Hefka, 
explains the Ritva, it's very easy to do a Kenyan. And therefore, even though I did not realize that I'm doing a Kenyan in something that was left over from this care, I thought I'm doing a Kenyan in something that's being left over from another ger, it doesn't make a difference. The Kenyan, the Kenyan is going to be considered a valid Kenyan. El Amabaya, so Baya says, how do we understand Rebbe's opinion? Hachamaya what is Rebbe speaking about? What is the situation the Rebbe and the Rabbanon are arguing? He wants the maim, it should be a maimer yavmim. Rebbe suffer. Rebbe's opinion is that how do we view maimer? Maimer ilu The maimer is built on the zika. But in this case, asa chalitza afakta lezika. Chalitza was done. And once chalitza was done, there is no zika. So you can't build on something that doesn't exist. Rabbanon Savri, whereas is the opinion of Rabbanon, there's a concept of zika, and there's a concept of maimer. And just like, if somebody says, we're learning throughout this Masechta, the Maimer does help. The Chazal instituted, as we've been explaining, the Maimer is something that to be reckoned with by, to be reckoned with by Yivama. Hashtanami, in this situation also, even though Chalitza has already been performed and there is no Zika, the Maimer could, the Maimer could stand for itself. Ravama says, Rava, the Machlaikis is a different Machlaikis. Uh, says, Everybody will agree that he said, Because by Maimer is something that we have to reckon with, as we've been learning with. He uses the word Zika when he's Makadishar after the Chalitza. Rebbe Sover, Rebbe's opinion is, yay Zika, that normally there is Zika. The Machlaikis that we've discussed so many times in Amasechta, do we say yay Zika or ain't Zika? Rebbe's opinion is, is that there is a concept of Zika. And what breaks the Zika, as we've always discussed, the Zika is broken through the Chalitza. And the moment that we have a Chalitza, the moment that we have a Chalitza, we no longer have a Zika. And therefore, saying anything about Zika at that point is a meaningless statement. Rabban Savri ain't Zika. Rabban's opinion is that there is no Zika. And as Tysus explained, it doesn't mean that the Rabban say that there is no Zika at all. There is Zika, but the Zika is not that strong. Going back to concepts that we've discussed so many times in this Masechta, even if you'll say Zika, how powerful is the Zika? And Tysus says, that you can't say Zika, Zika makes Zika Kiknusa. Or Ben Avram and Ahar explains that Ein Zika means that Zika they hold is only a Drabonon. Zika is not a Daraisa. And therefore, Rabbonon Savri Ein Zika. Mikari Yavim. And therefore, say Rabbonon, if somebody would have said the word Zikas Yavim, Milo Mahani, it would not help. It will help. Here too, even though it's not a strong concept, it has some merit. Hashtanami, whenever you use those words, they have, they count. Rav has a different way of explaining the Machlaikis of Rabbi the Chachamim. Rav the Chalitza if the Chalitza was done properly, Ida Amaloi, 
his kachtu bezikas yovim. If he said afterwards, be come married to me with the zikas yovim. If he says that after a proper zika was conducted, everybody would agree that it would be a meaning a meaningless it would be a meaningless statement. We have the machlokes that we've discussed so many times when a chalitza was done in a weakened situation where the woman had a get first or different examples that we've learned. Mar sava chalitza psula pateris. The chalitza psula is also considered a valid chalitza. And therefore, since it's considered a valid chalitza, once the chalitza was done, saying anything that's related to Yibam afterwards is a meaningless statement. Since the chalitza that was done here was a weak chalitza, it doesn't have that strength. Rav Ashi Amar, Rav Ashi has a different way of explaining the machloikis of Rebbe and the Chachamim. The kul ama chalitza psula in a pateris. The, if there was only a chalitza psula, there's still a connection here. And therefore, saying anything that is related to Yibam afterwards would be a valid statement, even according to Rebbe. Hocha b'yesh t'nai b'chalitza, kamefki. If the chalitza was done, with a condition. Masava yesh t'nai b'chalitza. And if the if the, somebody made a condition and the condition wasn't fulfilled, the, it's considered as if the chalitza wasn't done, and therefore you could still there's still a zika here, and there's a place to make a condition with that zika. Or masava rebbe holds ain't a tanai cannot be made when we speak about chalitza, and therefore the chalitza is considered a perfectly good chalitza, and since it's considered a perfectly good chalitza, the chalitza that's done afterwards. The, the the kedushin of yibum afterwards is a meaningless is a meaningless statement. Why is there machloikish if yesh tanai bechalitz or not? The simple pshat that the rishonim based on the gemara masechet subas give is that the gemara over there learns all of the halachas of tanai, as we're about to say more in a moment, from bnei god and bnei ruvein. Bnei God of Bnei Ruven, remember the story where Moshe Rabbeinu made with them a condition they wanted to get a shear in Etzisrael and Eva Yarden, and he made up with them a condition. If you'll go out and battle with your brothers capturing Etzisrael, you'll get a shear in Etzisrael. If not, you won't get. But that was something that could have been done with a shliach. It didn't have to be them. A shliach could have done it on their behalf. So we learn from there, any any shlich, any anything that should be done, anything that should be done should be anything that can't be done with a shlichus says, which is of course chalitza. You can't ask a shliach to do chalitza on your behalf. Says Rebbe, it's meaningless, and therefore, even if you made a tanai with your chalitza, we could completely ignore your tanai. Whereas the opinion of the chachamim, the opinion of the chachamim. Is that that tonight that that tonight should be counted, and therefore, if the tonight wasn't fulfilled, the chalitza is not considered a valid chalitza. The last way of explaining the machlokes Rebbe and the Chachamim is Ravina. Ravina Amad the Kolam Yesh tonight chalitza. Everybody agrees that tonight could be made by chalitza. For Hacha, the tonight was meant 
was said, but it wasn't said but Kofel, as we just said for Bnei Bnei God, Bnei Reuben, it has to go both directions. Marsava being a Tanai Kofel, you have to say it with a Tanai Kofel. If you didn't say it with a Tanai Kofel, it's not going to be valid. Or Marsava, and therefore Rebbe holds that the Tanai here wasn't done with a Tanai Kofel, it could be ignored. And the Chachamma hold, Loi being a Tanai Kofel, and therefore we, the Chalitza wasn't done properly, and you could still make a Kedushim with Yibam afterwards. We learned in the Mishnah, The Mishnah says, if somebody did a bia and then he did Maimer, gave a get, and did Chalitza, and the Mishnah said that in all situations, and the din a bila is like a Chalitza, then a bila klum. What? The Mishnah only focused on the case that he did Chalitza, and then he did get or Maimer, and the Mishnah said that after the Chalitza was done, everything else is meaningless. But the Mishnah did not speak about a case where he did Bia, and after the Bia, he did different acts, and the Mishnah didn't say that En Achabia Klum. And the reason the Mishnah didn't say it, because the Mishnah assumed that just like we're learning that En Achachalitza Klum, after the Chalitza anything done is meaningless, so too will be the Aloha En Achabia Klum. That just like the chalitza breaks the zika completely, so too does beer break the chalitza, the zika completely. But ask the Gemara, Venisni Nami, why didn't the town of our Mishnah say, ain't acha beer klum, just like it said, ain't acha chalitza klum? Answers the Gemara, Abai Vrabad Amitavai Tani, ain't acha beer klum. That indeed in the Brysa, the Bryce doesn't just say that ain't acha chalitza klum. The Bryce says as well then acha beer klum. But why doesn't our Tana do the same? Says the Gemara hatar shivam l'shuk adifla. The Tana wanted to speak about chalitza that once chalitza is done, the woman who received the chalitza to get married to anyone, and therefore that's. The bigger Chiddush, that she's completely separated, and that's why that's the only thing the Tana focused on. We learned the Mishnah. The Mishnah said that if two, if there's one Yavam and two Yavamais, the Allah is the same, where is, there's one Yavam and one Yavama. That after Chalitza or Bia is done with one of them, then there's nothing further to talk, not only regarding the one who had chalitz or bia, but the tzara as well. And whereas, if a get or mimer was done with one of the yavamas, there can be a mimer or get with the second yavama. Then the Mishnah goes on to speak about a case with a two yavamas with one yavam. And the Mishnah says, that if you did mimer with one of the yavamas, and then you did Maimur with the second Yuvamah, second Yuvamah, you have to have a get, both of them have to have a get. Says the Gemara, Masnisim that says this halacha is like Ben Azai. The Tanya, we quoted this in our previous year, Ben Azai, if two different men do Maimur, then According to Rabbanon, we hold that the second Maimer is counted. As we explained in our previous year, Abai explained because each Yavam is entitled to his own Maimer, 
However, the ain maimer acha maimer b'shtei vamis v'yamechad. According to Ben Azai, once maimer was done with one of the vamis, the maimer that's done by the same man to a second yavama will be meaningless because each yavam is only entitled to one maimer, and he used up his entitlement with the first yavama, and since he used up his entitlement with the first yavama, there's nothing for him to do with the second yavama. The Mishnah continues, The Mishnah says that if he did Maimer in one Yavama and Chalitz in the second Yavama, the first one requires a get. And the Gemara wants to understand that if he did Chalitza to the Tzara, the one who did not get the Maimer, is that the right way? That once he did Maimer with one of them, then the chalitza that will be done with the woman who received the maimer will not be a strong chalitza, a concept that we discussed earlier in our shir today. That would be considered a chalitza psula, and you can't do chalitza with her. Only chalitza that's done with the woman who didn't have maimer is the woman that is the chalitza that's strong enough to affect both of them. Lema. So it seems that our Mishnah is saying that since you have to do chalitza with the woman who did not have the Mimer. Our Mishnah is following the opinion of Shmuel. Messiah le Shmuel, Dama Shmuel, Cholitz Lebalas Mimer. If you did Chalitza with the woman that you gave Mimer to, so since her Zika has been weakened, since her Chalitza, since her Zika has been weakened, because if you want to divorce her, Chalitza is inadequate. You're also going to have to give her a get. So such a Chalitza is called Chalitza Psula, and therefore Lindifter Tsarasa. But if you're going to do chalitza on the woman who didn't have maimer, so her zik has not been weakened, the other wife will be exempt with that chalitza. So isn't this tiyufta the Rabbi Yosef? Rabbi Yosef said that when we have such a situation, we should specifically, we learned in the previous year, Rabbi Yosef say, do chalitza in the woman who got the maimer, who's going to get the get. Because let her be puzzle anyway. She's going to be a grusha anyway. And let her be chalutza anyway. And you won't be able to marry her relatives anyway. Versus starting up with a woman who's not going to be affected. At least you'll be able to wear, be able to marry her relatives. Says the Marmik Tani. Says Rabbi Yossi, Does our Mishnah say chalitz? That you have to do chalitza with the wife who did not have the maimer? Our Mishnah said chalitz Tani, the yevet. But that means that you don't have to do it that way. We learned in the Mishnah, get lazu lazu, that if you gave a get to both Yavamas, you have to do chalitza to both of them. What's the way to understand the Mishnah? That since you gave a get to each one of these women, so you weaken each zika, and since you weakened each zika, the, one chalit, the chalitza of one won't be sufficient for the other one. And our Mishnah says, you have to have chalitza to both of them. Lehmim sailei l'Rabbi Rav Huna. Is this not a right word? Rav Huna taught us. Dama Rav Huna, chalitza psula. Then when we have a weakened chalitza, as we just illustrated, tzricha l'achza kola achim. So tomorrow, that's not necessarily what it means. My tzricha, tzricha is the alma. But it doesn't mean that every brother will have to give chalitza. We learned in the Mishnah, get lezu, the chalitza lezu. If the Mishnah says that you did get with one of them and you gave chalitza to the other one. Again, isn't this a proof that if you gave a get 
to one of the Yavamas. So as we keep on repeating, what that represents is that you weaken the Zika with her. And since you weakened the Zika with her, the halacha is that you should not do you should not do chalitza with her. Do chalitza with the one that you did not weaken the zika with by giving that you didn't give a get. Shouldn't this be a raya l'shmul that a chalitza psula doesn't help for the wife that didn't get chalitza? But to heaven again, it could be a questioner of Yosef that says he's not concerned about a chalitza psula. And not only do we learn that Rabbi Yosef is not concerned with a chalitza psula, he actually suggested that that's the wife on whom we should do the chalitza. Because Rabbi Yosef said that by doing so, we are saving that the other, you'll be able to marry the relatives of the other wife. It says the Gemara, Mitan Chalitz. Amishta doesn't say that you should do chalitza specifically on that one. Amishta says, Chalitz Ketani B'Dievet. That's the woman that you did chalitza with. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you had to do it that way. The Mishnah said, Chalitz for Chalitz, that if you did Chalitza to both of the both of the wives or chalatz vasemaimer nasan get ubal ball or ball ubal vasemaimer nasan get vchalatz. The Mishnah said einach chalitza klum. So our Mishnah explained what is the halacha if you did chalitza and afterwards you did something else. As we said earlier, now shir the halacha is einach chalitza klum. After act of chalitza, nothing counts. A Mishnah did not discuss what will be the halacha if you did beer and then you did something. That the halacha is ein acha beer klum. The Mishnah assumed that just like ein acha chalitza klum, so too ein acha beer klum. Why does the Mishnah not do so? Ask the Gemara, listening Nami, why doesn't our Mishnah teach us as well that ein acha beer klum? Says the Gemara, Abai Varavid Amri Tavai Tani, that indeed in the Bryce it says, Ein Achabi Eklom. But ask the Gemara, so why didn't our Tana say it as well, the Tana of our Mishnah? Because it says the Gemara, our Tana felt, I'd rather focus on how a Yuvama becomes mutter through the Chalitza, not through how she becomes a wife with the beer. We learned at the beginning of our Masechta on Daf Yoram Abeis. How to view the, how do we, we know that once chalitza is done, the brother who did chalitza, if he will have relations with his chalitza, it will be an isalav. It won't be an isakaris. It won't be considered an ashes ach. She will not be considered to him anymore an ashes ach. She will be considered to him a chalitza. But we had a machlokes in the beginning of the Masech, the Dafyud, between Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish, what about the other brothers who didn't do the Chalitza? According to Rabbi Yosef, according to Rabbi, Yosef, Rabbi Yochanan, they too, if they have relations with the Yuvam who received Chalitza, will only be considered Al-Isalav. Rish Lakish says, they'll be, it'll be considered Eishas Ach, and they'll be considered Achiyiv Karis. So we learned in our Mishnah, our Mishnah said that if somebody did chalitza to, with one of the Yavamas and then he did maimer with the other one, and as we just said, after the chalitza, anything that's done afterwards is nothing and the maimer is meaningless. The Mishnah also said that two Yavamim in one Yavama is equivalent as one Yavam with two Yavamas. 
What is our Mishnah coming to teach us? That when a Yavim did Chalitza and with, with one Yavama and then Maimu with the Tzara or one Yavim did Chalitza with one Yavama and then another brother did Maimur in that Yavama, the Maimur doesn't count because the Chalitza was conducted and the Chalitza is meaningless. So we need to understand what is the Mishnah coming to teach us. So says the Gemara, Bishlamal Rabbi Yochanan, if we follow the opinion of Rabbi Yochanan, whose opinion we just explained, that Kula La that every brother, both the every brother that even the brothers who did not do the chalitza are considered to this chalutza only a isalav, and therefore, and as we explained, the reason is because we view the brother who did the chalitza as a shliach for all his brothers, the Mishnah is coming to teach us that if chalitza was done and then you do maimer afterwards, that the maimer is not effective and it doesn't make a difference whether it's one yavam and two yavamas or two yavams with one yavamah. The maimer that's done after the chalitza doesn't count, even though all that's involved here is a chi of lav. Our Mishnah is coming to teach us that we follow the opinion of Akiva, then Kedushin Tavsim B'chayi Lavin. That even though all she is to us, all these women are to you, as Rabbi Yochanan explained, is a Chayi Lavin, there is no Kedushin B'chayi Lavin. El Rishlokish Omar. The Rishlokish says that all the other brothers are re- revert back to Neshus Ach and Kula Beisa B'karis Kai. There's an Issacharis. So So we have to learn that after Chalitza is done, there is no Maimer. No one suggests that Kedushin could be effective with a Chayv Krisis. And now, let me ask you, ask Rishlokish, where the Mishnah says that Chalitz Vasamamer, the Tani, that the Mishnah afterwards says Bal Vasamamer, that if somebody did Bila and one of the Yvamas, and then he did Maimer and the Tzara. And we said that just like Ein Acha Chalitza Klum, Ein Acha Klum. So by saying that two Yvamim, two men with one woman, is equivalent to one man with two women. And the Mishnah says, so it's as if the Mishnah is teaching us that once he did Bia with the Yvama, and then Maimer was done, the mimer is meaningless. Why? Of course it's meaningless. If, you, if one brother did yibum with one of the wives, she becomes his full-fledged wife. Ask Rish Lakish, Yitzchak Lashminen, so does a Mishnah have to come teach us the Ein Kedushin Taifsim Beishasish? We've learned so many times that once beer was done with a Yivama, she becomes your full-fledged wife. So of course the mimer that's done afterwards is meaningless. Kedushin is not effective with the Since the Mishnah taught us the Aloha that once you did Chalitza with one Yavama, when there's one Yavama and one Yavama, once you've done Chalitza with her, any Maimur done afterwards is meaningless because it's a Chiv Lav, and our Mishnah is following the opinion of Akiva that Kedushin is not Typhus Bechiv Lav, Taninami. So the Mishnah taught us that that you did chalitza with one, the maimer that's done with the other one is also meaningless, even though it's of course meaningless because she's a chiv chorus. And continues Rish Lakish in explaining the Mishnah. 
this case, Taninami, we also teach a Shnei Yivam that one brother did Chalitza with this Yivama, that the second brother doing Maimer is meaningless, even though it's obvious that it's meaningless, because she is to that brother at this point, as Rishlaki says, Achiv Karis. A Mishnah taught us, Chalitz V'asamam V'nasam. A Mishnah said, if one brother, Yavam did Chalitza, and then he did Maimer or Get or Bia, from here we're learning that the maimer or the bia are meaningless. You wouldn't have to have a get for that maimer or the bia. You wouldn't, the get is considered meaningless. So says the Gemara, So the question is, why was that Mishnah, why was that din needed to be taught us? If somebody did chalitza and then he did maimer, itzrich, the Mishnah has to teach us that it's meaningless. Because maybe we should make xera nigza maimer the bossa chalitza that the maimer that's done after the chalitza should have some value. Or the maimer the kami chalitza that we've been learning throughout our parak the maimer before chalitza is something that we consider. Not only we consider, but as we learned in today's shir, it's in, in the previous shir we encourage kamash malon that it is ignored. The maimer after the chalitza is meaningless, and we don't make such exera. Ella chalitz v'nasan get. If you gave chalitza, the get afterwards is meaningless. Lomeli, of course it's meaningless. Why do I need to say that? Lutamech. Ask the Gemara. Let's go further. Ema sefer. We learned in the Mishnah after it, after this din, after the din of enach chalitza kulam. Bov also maimer. If somebody did bia and his yivam and then he maimer with her, or ba'al v'nasan get. Then in these cases, ain't achabiyah klum. So bishlam ba'al v'nasan get, the din of ba'al v'nasan get, the halach is that the get alone is sufficient because she has become your full-fledged wife. And just like with anyone's full-fledged wife, if you want to terminate the marriage, you give a get, itzrich. That's what the Mishnah is teaching us. One may think the nigza get the bossabila, that if there was a bia afterwards you want to divorce her, that a get is enough, because maybe you'll get confused with get the kamabila. That we learned that if a get was done before bila, that chalitza has to be done. And the bia is a bia psula. We don't take and count that with that bia as a weakened bia. We explained in previous shurim. And therefore, it's not considered an act of yibam. And you have to do get and chalitza with this yivama. We don't make a get xerah for the get after the bia because of the get before the bia. Once you did bia, she's your wife. So why do we have to learn that the maimer afterwards is meaningless? Of course it's meaningless. Because we wanted to learn the halacha of chalitza, that the maimer that's done afterwards is discounted, and we just learned we don't make xera for the maimer after the chalitza because of the maimer before the chalitza. Taninami, that's why our Mishnah teaches us the halacha above us a maimer, even though there's no halacha. And I did the chiddush, and I did the boil, the boil, Mr. and get that the halacha is that all you need is a get, and no chalitza is required because the get was given after the beer. Not before the bia. That's why Tananami, just to be consistent, we also learned Chalos for Nasan Get. 
We learned in our Mishnah, Bizman Shahi. Our Mishnah brought the Machlekes of Nehemiah Chachamim. If B was not done at the beginning, it was done in the middle or in the beginning, in the middle or at the end. The Mishnah, we had a Machlekes of Nehemiah Nechama. By Chalitza, the Mishnah did not speak about such a case. And the question is, why? Says our Mishnah, Amish is not consistent with the opinion of filing Tana. The Tanya Abiyosi ben Yochanan Ishu Shlaim Oymashim Rameya, Achas Bi'ilo, Be'achas Chalitza, both when we speak about Bi or Chalitza, Betchilo, if that was the first act, the Bi or the Chalitza were the first act, then the Allah is Enachre Klum. And therefore, Maimur or Get that were done after Bi or Chalitza are meaningless. But, if the beer was done beemtsa, if it was done between the get and the mimer, or it was done besoif, if it was done after the get and the mimer, yesh achreya klum, then the halach is that we do have to count, we have to consider it. And says the Gemara, shloisha machlaks bedavah. There are actually three opinions. Tanakam savor, the Tanakam of Amishnah holds beer. That was done, not at the beginning, when it was done, but Emtsa Besaif, Dikla Migzer, though we have to be concerned that just like a beer that was done after the Mimer is valid, so too we should be concerned, we would say that the Bila that was done after a beer, if beer was done with one Yavama, and then it's done with another Yavama, or beer was done by one Yavam, and then it's done with another Yavam, it maybe is effective. And similarly, we'll assume. But just like Bila after the get is effective, so to be after Chalitza is effective. That's why Gazrinan Chazal said that you, if you did, if the Bia wasn't done as the first act, you're going to have to have a get whenever the Bia is done, but you're also going to have that Bia is a Bia Psula. And as we explained earlier, when you have a Bia Psula, you have to have a get and Chalitza. Chalitza. But if Chalitza was done, not only in the beginning, but it was done in the middle. The lekla mixer. There's no reason to be concerned that people are going to make a mistake. That they're going to say that if chalitz is effective after get, it's effective after chalitz as well, because they'll realize there's no point in doing two chalitzes like gazrinan. For nechemia savor, nechemia opinion is that there's no difference between bia and chalitza. Bia nami lekla mixer with the kamrit. I, the Gemara, just made an argument that ligza bia after get that we should say that after if the get, the bia was only done after the get, then we should have to do a chalitza after that bia. The shem bia because we should be concerned that people are going to compare the bia after get to bia after chalitza. Says the Gemara, nobody's going to make that mistake because they realize kima the chalitza deraisa. The only option the Torah gives how to break the Zika is Chalitza. Made the idea, people are going to realize there's a difference between a Bia Ache Chalitza. They're going to realize that there's a difference between a there's a difference between a Bia with Chalitza and a Bia with a Get. That it's obvious with the Kamrit. And furthermore, says Rabbi Nechemia, ligza bia that we should say that a bia was done after the maimer. Bia was done in one yavama. A maimer was done in the second yavama. 
you should require chalitza as well. When beer was done with two yavamas, says the Gemara, even the beer, the raisa, everybody knows the beer is what the Torah recommends. Made the yidua that the, everybody recognizes that beer is stronger than mimer, and they're going to recognize that we don't compare beer to mimer. A third opinion, they say that beer after mimer get, you have to be make, you have to be concerned for it. And he says that chalitza that was done after mimer get, we also have to be concerned because of the beer that we just said, we have to be concerned that we get a mimer. That if we're going to say that we're not going to say that the get the mimer after the chalitza psula is something to be reckoned with, people are going to think that by chalitza psula we also discount the mimer get. And that isn't true. Because by chalitza psula, since it's a weak chalitza, we do have to be concerned about the get and the mimer, says, says Abba Khanam. Sav, Hadron Loch Rebbe Gamliel, Hadron Loch Rebbe Gamliel, Hadron Loch the Torah says, The Torah teaches us from here that the way a Yavama becomes the wife of the Yavam is through Bia. Our Mishnah comes to this, explain what type of a Bia is going to be considered a Bia that makes the Yavama the wife of the Yavama. The main question is, do you have to have Kavana? to make her your wife, and the Mashna also will focus on what will be a way, what will be a way that is considered a valid act, that it's considered a valid act, a bia. Says the Mara, if somebody has relations with his Yavama, whether it was done b'shoyig, Rashi explains that shoyig means that she thought he thought that this is not his Yavimta. He thought this is his wife. Or he thought that's a different woman. Mazid, Rashi explains that he thought he had relations with her with Shem's Nus, not with the intention to fulfill the mitzvah of Yibam. Miri explains the definition of Mazid is he thought that his brother is still alive and he's having relations with Ineshus Ach. Bain, whether he had relations and Rashi explains that Rotson and Mezid are the same. There's, since we learned Shogig and Mezid, we also, Shogig and Oynes, we learned Mezid and Rotson. Taisus, however, says Rotson means that he had Kavana to do the mitzvah, and Mezid means that he did not have Kavana to do the mitzvah. In all these cases, I feel who Shogig. She, he thought that this woman is his wife, or he thought she's another woman, not his Yavama. Vehim is Zaydah. He knew, and she knew who he is, but she did not have in mind to do the mitzvah of Yibam. Or, who made it? That he had in mind to do an act of Znus. Vehisha Geges, and she, and he, and she was a Geges. She, the Miri explains, that did not know that her husband died and thought that this was her husband, but he knew that the husband had died, but his intention was for Znus, not for the mitzvah, or who honest, for he lay 
that he was an honest and she's not, or he anusav hulai honest. In all these cases, the Allah is that the Allah is that it's a valid act of Yivam. So Taisus asks, why doesn't the Tana teach us even a bigger Chiddush? That if they were both Anusim, neither of them had intention to do the mitzvah of Yibam, it's still going to become a valid Yibam. Says Taisus that since the Mishnah spoke about the case of Hushagig Vimazida, so to be consistent, we spoke about a case of who honors Vihila Nusa. But indeed, the halacha would be the same. Another terrorist teaches Tysus. The Mishnah is teaching us that he was an Oynus and she was a Mazid. So neither of them had a proper kavana. Still, the halacha is, even though neither of them had a proper kavana, the Mishnah is teaching us that in all these cases, kana. Continues the Mishnah. If somebody only did the beginning of an act of Biyah, or somebody did a full-fledged act of Biyah, the Allah is Kana. The Torah does not differentiate between Biyah That, as Rashi explains, the Allah is that any type of Biyah will make him his wife, will make her his wife. That the Allah is, as we learned, that the Yavam becomes the Yairish of his deceased brother, and that if he now wants to separate from her, he has to give her a get. There's no other option. There is no difference, says Rashi, in explaining the Gemara, between if there was only hara, which is a tchilas beya, or a, a saif beya. Another pshat that the Rishayim say, what the Gemara means to say, there's no difference between beya kedaka and beya shloi kedaka. The cane continues the Mishnah. If somebody has relations with any woman who's an erva to him, or if a Kayan had relation with a woman that he's not supposed to marry, for example, Psulus, that a person married somebody that a Kayan's not allowed to marry, for example, a Kayan Godel, a Grushva Chalutza to a Kayan Hedget, and all these cases. Mamzeris from the Sinali Yisrael, Bas Yisrael, Lamamzer, Lanosan. In all these cases, the halacha is that if any act of Bia, and as we've been learning in our Shir, in our Mishnah, it doesn't make a difference what type of act, Hara or Saipia, Darka, Shlai, whatever it happens because of one of these inappropriate Bias, the halacha kicks in at that point. We learned in our Mishnah that the halacha is that if bia is done, shalai b'meizim, shalai b'kavana, it's still going to be considered a valid yibam. There's interesting machloikis achroinim, what will be the halacha if there was hepech kavana? That not only was there no intention to do the mitzvah, but there was specific attention that I only want to do this l'shem's nos. Will this still be, will she still become his wife? Or if in a circumstance where it was deliberate kavana, that she should not become your wife, which is known in Allah, hepech kavana, what will be the Allah in that case? Moreover, I saw a very big chiddush from Shmuel Rizovsky Zetzal. He says, even though Amishnah says that if the beer was done without kavana or with the wrong kavana, she becomes your wife, you still 
don't have fulfilled the mitzvah. In other words, he says there's two separate concepts here. There's one concept that she becomes your wife. The wife you become with any act of beer. But even though she becomes his wife with any act of beer, that doesn't, that doesn't mean that you fulfill the mitzvah. Because the Torah certainly wants Yochim Shemachiv that you should have Kavana to fulfill the mitzvah properly.